Welcome to the Honor Your Aura podcast, a podcast devoted to learning about, caring for, and empowering the energy within, with your host, Kema England. Now, I don't know about you, but since this big shift into five-dimensional frequency, I am seeing more, feeling more, experiencing more, and caring for my energy has been key. And I've been doing that through crystals, Reiki, tapping into intuitive and spiritual guidance, which is why I highly recommend that you head on over to thekamalitemple.com. And this is your perfect online resource to receive healing and intuitive messages that support you exactly at this time, exactly what you need, body, mind, and spirit. Plus, you can put in custom crystal order requests and you get a personalized crystal package that focus on your spiritual growth and development and any kind of energetic growing pains that you might be experiencing in this dimensional frequency shift. So head on over, T-H-E-K-A-M-A-L-I-T-E-M-P-L-E dot com. Now on to the episode. Okay, so here again with Courtney Lee Hall. So excited for this conversation. As I know, this has been, I feel, not only a hot topic given where we are at this point in humanity, um, and, uh, you know, talking about what's obviously the huge pink elephant in the room being, you know, COVID and quarantine and all that's going on. And these, these topics swirling around about, you know, wear a mask, don't wear a mask, get a, you know, get the vaccine, don't get the vaccine. And what I just keep turning to And what inspired me to want you on today was to talk about immunity, because I tend to notice how much is being presented to us from the external around all of these different options and points of view and these fear-based prompts to get us to take action and I tend to then lean towards, okay, that is completely taking my energy away, making me feel disempowered. And I know I'm not the only one. And one of these huge missing links that I didn't really understand why is not the focal point of the conversation is immunity. So I know you are just the the queen of herbs and this kind of understanding and helping to bridge, you know, immunity with energetics. And so I'd love for you just to kind of kick off talking a little bit about immunity and what that actually is and how we can access that, you know, as, as humans to, I think, reclaim our, you know, sovereignty and power in that way at this time in particular. Yeah. Thank you. Very happy to be here. Um, immunity is multifaceted. 
and it is different for everyone. You know, I think that's really important to put out there first is that we all require different things to attain homeostasis within our system. Um, there are definitely a handful of beautiful flower essences of herbs, teas that can greatly benefit everybody. Mm -hmm. um, and we can talk about some of those in a bit, but immunity to me is not just the physical. It's not just having my physical body be healthy and strong and be able to fight off a virus or fungal bacterial infection, but immunity is also having a strong mind. Um, and they go hand in hand, the physical body and the emotional mental body are always working together, um, feeding off one another. So, you know, you can't just work on the physical body, trying to get the physical body healthy and healthy and healthy. You have to do the mindfulness work. You have to have pure positive thoughts. Um, you have to work for your darkness. You have to accept your darkness. You have to forgive yourself. And there's so much more. And to me, that's immunity. It's working on both of those spectrums. And I believe that our bodies naturally want to be balanced. We are naturally, we're naturally born with the ability to fight off viruses and bacterial infections and the body knows what it's doing. I think the body has an innate, innate intelligence um, to keep us at a homeostasis and we interfere too much, right? We listen to what all everybody else is saying and not listening to our bodies. Um, yeah, it's a very, <laughs> very big spectrum there's so much to talk about, Kama. <laughs> no, and because it, it because it it is we've been inherently ingrained to look outside of ourselves for so many things, right? Yeah. And what I find is we can, you know, and those are all just applying a band aid and not giving us the tools to make empowered choices, nor even what I think, I think, and I'm sure you do as well. It's uh, just a mystery to me why, well, not, it's not a mystery. I know why, but that we're not taught from day one, how to take care of ourselves in that way. Right. And never mind herbs and teas and foods to eat that should be inherently ingrained in us. Yeah. Uh, but as well, the mindfulness aspect. And I rem I was just uh, reading uh, Joe Dispenza book and he had done this experiment that actually shows through measuring, I think it's some sort of saliva on the tongue. He can, you can see the immune response in, in an individual given the amount of stress that they're under. And he was able to show that it's something like 48% like of one's immunity is lessened when they are in a state of oh, stress. 100%. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which I just think, I mean, obviously that makes perfect sense. I think about the times where I used to get 
sick a lot, whether I was in, you know, on the East coast or the West coast. And it was always, um, overdoing, overdoing it. And no, and as I now reflect on, you know, where I've grown the self-talk, the self-love, the self-care has, as I have increased that in my life, it has built that energetic immunity. 100%. Yeah, you have to do that work. <laughs> you have to do both of it. Right. And it's not just about, yeah, like looking up what is a healthy diet, right? Because you can be seemingly the the healthiest person right. based on simply the physicality. Uh, but as we know, as we know through this whole, you know, expression of, you know, making even our, our aura, our energy, um, a part of our existence, because that is who we are, but it's saying, now I must shift my belief into the unseen. I must shift my belief into the knowing that I am not just a physical being living in the linear reality and that we do have, like, we do have these, these tools now available to us, but it is up to us on the individual level because clearly, um, the news and what is primarily being fed to us from the outside is not laying that out for us. No, not at all. <laughs> and I'm so that's why I'm so excited to do this podcast with you is like, I want, I'd love to lay out a few things that can really help you, the general public, strengthen your immunity, strengthen your mind, like get yourself into a better place and finding a deeper connection and communication to your own body. Yeah. Um, yeah. So and I think <laughs> one, of, one of the first places that I, just as of late, what's really been coming through that I would like to start with and talk about, and something that I really didn't even realize until recently how important it is, but water, the water that we are drinking. <laughs> um, Wow. Yeah, it is so tainted. If you're drinking tap water, if you're drinking spring water from a bottle, a gallon, you know, not only do you have the leaching of the plastics with which plastic is known to disrupt the endocrine system, the hormonal system, but you have toxins that have been excreted through physical human urine, right? Our pharmaceuticals, birth control, everything is shown that that is excreted out into our body, back into our water system. And so much of it does not get filtered out. Um, We've lost all the natural minerals and essential salts that our body needs to thrive. There's a really big cellular communication going on between the minerals in our water and like our immunity, our health. I noticed a huge, huge shift, you know, I'm still learning about the alkaline water, but I found this one beautiful shop in Texas that I could see the whole process. They were remineralizing like these beautiful tubes of all these beautiful minerals going back into the water. And I started, I drank alkaline water for like a week straight and I felt a major, major shift in my physical body. I felt so much better. And that doesn't mean we need to be drinking alkaline water all the time, but it just showed me 
I really felt like I lived in New York for the last three years and that water is so hard and it's so not good. And I literally lived off of three, four gallon jugs of Poland spring. And not until recently did I realize that that's not even really good water. Um, and the water that I was showering with was full of chlorine and fluoride and I didn't have a filter on my shower head. Um, and I really noticed the difference in my skin and my hair and how I felt on an energy level. And it wasn't until I started drinking, I found this beautiful spring in Texas, so the largest underground spring. I started drinking that water along with some alkaline water, seriously, so recently, I couldn't believe the difference that I felt in my body. It is so important to start drinking better water too. Yeah. <laughs> Do your research and there's a, you know, we can only live for three days without water, right? It says something and water, 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 good, beautiful water, add flower essences into your water, add some pink Himalayan salt, which contains what over 80 essential trace vitamins and minerals that our body needs. Um, enhance your water. <laughs> yes, I feel you. I, and we, you know, we have the alkaline water in Carlsbad as well. Uh, they don't show the whole process, but I am, I make sure it's, you know, filling a glass bottle and thinking as much as possible. It's just more, 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 especially as at least from where I'm sitting there, there feels to be so many energetic shifts that are going on and I've upped my water game more yeah. than ever, you know, it's, mm -hmm. and it's, and we know that a, our body is made up of 70 plus percent of water and we know the intelligence of water. Right. And like water is formless. It's shapeless. It takes on the form of anything that's it's put into Right. And that itself has an energy like the truckloads, the big plastic jugs that it's put in, the like metal pipes underneath the earth, like water retains memory and vibration. It physically changes its molecular structure according to what's in it or around it. So like, where is your water coming from? Where did it come from? Like that water is taking on every little bit of information. Right. Right. And yeah. that's where the flower essences and the crystal essences um, are so powerful because they take on the, the vibration, right, of the plant, the flower, the crystal. But also, you know, talking about mindset, I find where are those invitations in our day that we can that we can easily incorporate some mindfulness technique? And if we are just say, bringing in water to bless the water, to create yeah. that relationship so that when we are taking part in those rituals, we are influencing our energetic body and building our energetic community in these really easy ways that aren't so much about like the, the doing and the getting. It's about how can I just receive what I have available and allow that energy to really expand and, and work for me, you know, it's, it's these things that are available to us, these natural resources that mother right. earth is providing for us to naturally be healthy. Right. Yes. Right. We go to the beach, we stand there barefoot, we stand on the earth, we go camping 
and we always feel better, right? We always feel better after we've gone camping or after we've spent the day at the ocean. It's like, yes, the water in that environment is super pure. It's healthy. And it's like, we're taking that in. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was going somewhere with that. I, I had a thought before I forgot, but um, where I was thinking, oh, right. The earth, right. So we're barefoot, we're touching the sand, we're touching the dirt. Um, I've learned from, and I've, this was over 10 years ago, and I've heard multiple, multiple herbalists and practitioners, what they'll do if they don't, and it's hard today, right? It's hard to get good water today, it just is. But what they'll do is they'll take their, you know, glass gallons of water and they'll bury them in the earth. Maybe they have like a nice backyard of a little forest, some clean, a clean space, and you bury your water in the earth for 30 days. Okay, so that water is changing dramatically, and then you can take that into your body. Mm. So if you don't have access to good water, you just have your tap water, like bury it in the earth, bury multiple gallons in the earth, and then take that out and drink it. Love it. Love mm -hmm. it. That's even how I've heard crystals that if someone says that they feel the crystal has this heavy energy or something to anything that you rebury in the earth is going to be naturally recharged and attuned mm. to vibration. Yeah. So how oh, cool. I actually, I've never done that, but I was certainly, certainly. Yeah. Will. I mean, traditionally fire cider is buried for a full lunar cycle. That's right. Deep in the earth. That's mm -hmm. right. And that's also helping with immunity. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah, you got that. The, the peppers and the all the other <laughs> stuff well, was, there, right? It's interesting. Like fire cider is there is actually like no herbs for enhancing deepening your immunity. There we have onion, right, and garlic. We have these natural antibiotic veggies and plants and peppers and cayenne and honey. Like none of those are technically considered in materia medica to be immune boosters but they're they what they mostly do is like fire cider fights off infections it helps fight off an infection i know people are like it's for the immune system I'm like it's really not <laughs> like and you shouldn't rip a shot every day if you're feeling good like you know it can overstimulate the body mm. right you're it can actually force excess heat in the body when the body might not need it. I always tell people like fire cider is great at the first sign of a cold or a flu. Yeah. Beautiful stimulation, beautiful natural antibiotics in, in the fire cider to help flush that out a little bit quicker. So it doesn't remain stagnant and fester in the body, right? Cause you have that cayenne, you have all these spicy warming, stimulating herbs in there. And that's what you want because it's as soon as something gets stagnant and festers, I mean, it, it, as soon as something like gets stagnant in the system, it can start to fester and create an infection. So that's why sweating is great. Exercising is great. Like keep everything moving. Mm -hmm. um, and I love fire cider at the first sign of not feeling well, or even if I'm flying, like it's really great travel medicine, um, but it's not necessarily, there's really nothing in it that is considered to be like, deeply long-term boosting to the immune system like our medicinal mushrooms would be. Right. Interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. 
And so one of the things that yeah, that I've learned over time with immunity, when I've gone, you know, to try to buy some herbs and always schooled on, well, you know, you can take this, but really it's best serving if you have been building over time. Sometimes, yes. Mm -hmm. So perhaps you could share just a little bit about, you know, I know we've talked about water and the earth, but as someone is pairing, you know, the, the mindset, the, the building of one's energetic immunity, things that, we, that are easy to incorporate and how that kind of works, how the building aspect works, how working with our body's inherent ability to, yeah, fight off disease, fight off virus, um, what we can do to support that. Yeah. I mean, it takes time. It's taken me years to be where I'm at and for me to feel really healthy and strong and develop that awareness of where I can feel, I can feel viruses and bacteria around me in my environment, right? Like everything vibrates at its own frequency. I have my own frequency. A virus has its own frequency. And once you can really tune in to the energies within yourself and around you, I can literally feel when there's something in my environment. Um, and then I can take the necessary herbs or homeopathics and keep my body at that higher frequency. So it's not a match to that viral frequency. That's very advanced. <laughs> oh, that is, so, that's such a cool way to look at it. And obviously that, that makes perfect sense as everything is an energy. So it yeah. makes sense that a virus is a, in essence, lower vibrational mm -hmm. energy and one that we could if we are, you know, sensitive enough yeah. to pick up on. And yeah, letting the listeners know that that's taken me years, like years upon years to get to this place. It's such a beautiful place. But the years prior, like what I did to build that immunity and to build that awareness and deep communication with my body, um, honestly, one of the first things I did was cut out cane sugar. I cut out sugar um, completely. And I was a full-blown sugar addict my whole life. I lived on Ben and Jerry's and Twix bars, like did not have any <laughs> notion of what eating well could do for me. Um, yeah, I ate horrible, um, but it wasn't until I quit cane sugar. I, I got, I think it was Lyme's disease that something happened. I have had Lyme's twice, but um where I did all this research and it, you know, oh, you know what it was? I had chronic candida for a really long time. I was on birth control for a long time. I was eating all this sugar. I think everything just built and I ended up having chronic candida. And through all my research, it was like, stop eating sugar, stop eating sugar. Um, and I finally did. And I have to say, I had really nasty withdrawals. Um, it's one of the strongest addictive substances in the world. Um, I might've been an extreme case, but it was really, really hard. And I had headaches and I felt sick, but I, I made it through and I'm about five years in now, maybe over four or five years. And yeah, I'll have a muffin once in a while. I'll have a bite of that chocolate bar. I mean, it's minimal. I'll maybe have like two to five grams of sugar a month. If that I'm super cautious I haven't had a yeast infection in over five years. Um, 
And I really, I really attribute my immune system skyrocketing once I gave sugar up and sugar is disguised. It's called dextrose. It's called maltodextrin. It's called corn syrup. It's high fructose corn syrup. Sugar has a lot of masks, like a lot of disguises and you got to know all of them. And every time you pick something up, you got to look at that ingredients got to look at the sugars, right? You'd be surprised. It's in your yogurt. It's in your milk. They put it in everything. Um, and then it might be, you know, easier for other people, but that was something for me that really made my system a lot stronger. It's, it's so interesting when we do get sick or we do have some sort of inflammation or some sort of response. It's, not coming out of the blue, right? It's our body responding and asking for our attention. And right. so often we just go into a state of panic or alarm that something is going on similar to what's going on with COVID, you know, it's, and we don't think about what we can actually take responsibility for. We'd much rather give our responsibility away, which in essence is then continuing to give our immunity away. Mm. Yeah. Beautifully said. Yeah, definitely. Um, right. And with each little thing you work with, right, maybe just start getting better water into your body. Maybe start slowly cutting cane sugar out or dextrose. You know, with each thing, it starts to build, right? You're gaining control over what you're putting into your system and how your system's responding. Right. And what I think is so interesting about what you're saying when we talk about letting things like sugar go uh, and we then we think I think we can focus on wow I have to eliminate that thing and what my like what my life will be like without that thing and instead realizing that there's so much more nourishment not just through food but through time and enjoyment of life. And I always find energetically when, right. uh, what at least, the, you know, this is something kind of interesting when someone is, has been experiencing diabetes, let's say, some will say that there's an underlying energetic current of someone not allowing themselves or even being taught how to enjoy the sweetness of life. Mm, yeah. So it shows up in that, um, overcompensation to experience sweetness because through your enjoyment of life that it, it, it's our way of trying to bring balance through some sort of external choice to make up for an energetic deficiency. Yes, totally. Totally. I love the, that bridge of the, the energetics with the immunity and thinking about Ooh, what, yeah, even just saying to oneself, my immunity is strong rather than plugging into all of these new sources that are just feeding us with fear about, you know, what it is that we need to be healthy or to avoid dying or, you know, all of these <laughs> yeah. different, different leaps that are being taken. Yeah. And they just put us into a state of of frenzy and creating a relationship with ourselves, with our body yeah. around what's going on. We are one big communication network. 
that's it. Like self-soothing, self-communication, positive self-communication is the key. Like that's the key to immunity and to feeling good is like developing a healthy communication with the body, right? We mentioned it before you get a yeast infection or your shoulder hurts. Like something is happening in the body. It's literally the body calling out for attention saying like, Hey, something's not right here. Either something's not right emotionally, mentally, you know, which pairs up physically. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. It's just something's not right. And our first response is, Oh man, something's wrong. I got to go to the doctor, blah, blah, blah. Instead of really sitting and asking like, all right, what's been going on in my life? Like, yes, I've been more stressed or like, yeah, I've been thinking this horrible thing. Like there's always something in the body is just the body's like that little machine with the little lights on it. And it's just these little lights go off saying like, ding, 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 something's not right in your environment, your external environment or in your mind. Like fix that, do that work instead. Right. right. Because if you just go straight to the doctor and you just start taking straight pharmaceuticals or just start going right to the herbs, you're still not getting to the root cause of what's going on. And like 90% of the time it's emotional and mental. I think what's so interesting is that it doesn't matter if whether it is going to the dark doctor and pharmaceuticals, it could be then the spiritual bypass where we, it's like, it doesn't matter how many herbs you take. It doesn't matter how many crystals right. you use. If you are, <laughs> you know, if you are avoiding what is the actual right. core, core need and yeah, that's like band-aid, band-aid. <laughs> that can be with anything. It can be something that's showing up. Yeah. As a physical pain or discomfort, or it reflects into our life, you know, and we're seeing that right now as well. Um, But it can be in any way, shape or form. It can be the feeling of being stuck. It can be a repeated pattern or behavior or relationship cycle. And so I think that, and, or it can even just be confusion, you know, and, and we do, and we go into again, more outside of ourselves and, yeah. Pairing with the going outside of ourselves, it's also because we perhaps haven't been taking that responsibility to create this inner home that we actually want to reside in. I know yeah. that that was, has been certainly a journey for me. The day that I actually was like, I enjoy being in here now. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, like I'm okay. Yeah. Um, so, but that, that that's available to us all. That is again, our, our inherent birthright. And I think that what you touched on earlier was is something that I say to clients all the time in energy healing sessions is your body, your beingness wants, wants to be healthy. That is the natural yep. state. That is the natural state. So where is it that we can get out of the way? Where is it that we can listen Where is it that we can remember that the things that we are feeding ourselves, not just, again, not just the food, not just the whatever, it's what am I feeding myself through my eyes? What am I feeding myself through my ears? How am I talking to myself? What am I listening to? What am I reading? What Mm -hmm. am I watching? Who am I engaging with? What are my experiences like? All those are an energy and we all know, right? We can we can do too much in a day and we can feel energetically drained or we can 
you know, start our day listening to the news blasting and then, you know, whatever, engaging in some sort of, you know, energy sucking conversation. And all of those things are taking our energy out of its vital source. And what are, what are we left with? So it's all, everything that we do. hundred exchange and plays a part. You said it. <laughs> you said that. You well, said I, it. It's, it's like, I want to say, it's, oh, courts, tell us all the, all the herbs, you know, because I no. think we learn about, but no, it's, it's yeah. that to like, another bypass to yeah. what is available to us right now. 100%. I loved what you said. What are you seeing? What are you watching? What kind of music or your podcasts are you listening to? Like every single thing you do has an effect on your vibrational and physical body all the time. Um, yeah. I mean, I got rid of my television over 10 years ago and it was best, one of the best things I've ever done. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I got, I get so much more done. I feel so much better. I have more energy. Yeah. You nailed it for sure. Um, but I do want to say, right. Like plants are a tool. They are a tool that can help you achieve getting into that better space that we're talking about, that more aware space that we're talking about. Right. Yeah. Um, and they're allies, they're living allies, they're friends, you know, um, right. They, if you're not doing the mindfulness work, if you're not paying attention to what you're listening to, where you're talking to, where you're giving your energy. You can take all the herbs in the world and it's going to only touch you a little bit. It's only going to help a little bit. Right. It's yeah. You have to do everything together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, what I love what you just said and, and it's something that I think about with the crystals quite often is they, they are remind, they are bringing in an energetic, frequency or vibration that we already have, but may be dormant. We may not have an awareness of, we may not, you know, be a part of our conscious reality right now. And so when we do work with them, they attune us to right a frequency exactly but they're not necessarily they are their own living force but they are not necessarily giving us something that we do not already inherently have the plants do the same thing yeah everything has its own frequency right you know a seed vibrates differently much differently than a root mm-hmm. you know a root vibrates much differently than a leaf or a berry i love berries berries Fantastic for immunity, in my opinion. Fantastic for the heart. Juicy, happy. Berries are some joyful, juicy medicine, (laughs) right? But that's a very, very different energy than if you're working with root medicine. That groundedness, that heaviness, that darkness. Um, So yeah, how are you feeling? What do you need to take into your body to feel better? Like, that's the question. And as soon as you ask the question, the answer's there. It comes to you so quickly, right? We don't ask. People don't ask anymore. We don't communicate to our bodies or ask the body, hey, like, how are we feeling today? Like, what do you think you need? How are we feeling? Right? I love diet, right? People like there's, I am blown away by the amount of eating disorders that I see. I mean, blown away. Um, and it just says to me, like, 
you're totally not listening to your own body at all. You're listening to everything externally around you. All these different opinions, all these different diets, all these different foods you should or shouldn't be eating, yada, yada, yada. You are not listening to your body at all. And guess what? You're not feeling good, are you? <laughs> like you have a really unhealthy relationship with food and you're talking about it all the time and you're spending all of your energy choosing what you're going to eat, what you should or shouldn't eat. Like just picking out the foods that are best for you is one of the easiest things that you could ever do, right? I mean, for me, it's so intuitive. I've gotten into that such a beautiful groove, such a healthy relationship where I'm just listening. I'm, I'm actually not choosing at all. I'm literally listening all the time when I'm in that grocery store of what feels good, yeah. not what do I want? What do I want? What am I craving? But what feels right? Like when I go pick up those nuts, I'm, I'm feeling that's it. Does this feel okay right now? Mm, nope. I'm going to put that back and I'm going to let my body guide me where it wants to go. Yep. Like that. Same. Yeah. And like, I just, I can't stress that enough. I just, it's so sad to see so many issues with that. And I understand. And I was there at one point for sure, but um, there is a way out (laughs) and it's really easy. It's really easy. And it begins in the mind, right? It begins in the mind of, letting things go, being easier and more gentle on the self. Right. And not, and I think too, when we, it, you know, in our mind is thinking it's doing its job by even reading, oh, what are these healthy diets or what are these recipes? And then when our intuition says, I want this, but then our mind negates and says, well, you know, this uh, meditation right. teacher is eating this for breakfast. So I'm going <laughs> to eat that for breakfast instead. And it's, and it's totally creating a disconnect and it's not allowing, and it's not moving us into our body. It's moving us further outside of our body. Yes. And then, you know, the, the actual act of, okay, so now even in the creation of a salad, I'm feeling into each component that I'm adding Mm -hmm. in. I'm in a full relationship to that creation, not just this is what I ate yesterday, or this is what I heard is good for me. I'm feeling into each thing and my body gives me a distinct message. And even if it's a carrot in the salad or not in the salad, my body knows, and I don't negate it. You know, I'm like, maybe my digestion isn't prepared to break that down today for some reason or whatever the reason might be. And then to say, wow, here I have this bowl of whatever. And can I enjoy it? Because that's the thing, you know, you talking about that juicy blueberry, I was thinking, you know, (laughs) wow, you can like eat that blueberry and be in such a relationship to the enjoyment of that. Then you're building saliva that's helping build digestion. You are enjoying yourself. Mm -hmm. You could also just be like, ah, blueberry or like be on the go and not connected. And that blueberry could give you a stomach ache. And, you know, and (laughs) so it's that kind of a relationship that is so deep, you know, and, and, and it just, I think requires a presence and an inherent worthiness that what, that we deserve (laughs) to enjoy our experience, Mm -hmm. whatever that may be. And, you know, this is making me think of this, um, 
I was listening to this podcast again with Joe Dispenza. He was on the Aubrey Marcus. Podcast. Love him. And he was, they were, he was talking about, um, they were talking about the virus, the vaccine, da, da, da. And they were talking about placebo mm-hmm. and how powerful placebo is, right? Yes. Which we believe that something, and just like, again, this is where the self-talk comes in. If we believe that our immunity is strong, if we are coming into that relationship mentally, energetically, how they, they, we have so many examples, right. Of placebo working. And with Joe Dispenza, he shows how the mind actually signals to the body and the body starts to create what it needs to create based on the placebo. Exactly. Aubrey said that was so hilarious. And so one point was this, this COVID is a nocebo. There is nocebo. There is nothing that we are being offered at all. Hmm. to support our own, our, like our own bill, I guess you could say building of immunity or anything, anything that is proactive or empowering. There's nothing like that available to us. Nothing about, (laughs) I just die every time I think of that because it's so true. So true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love everything you just said. It's so spot on and yeah, I can't encourage people enough, right? Like our food, our ingesting, whatever we're taking in, our food, our water, that is a relationship that is 24-7. Like, don't you want that to be a really good relationship? Don't you want, like that takes up a large percentage of our day and of our time. Like, I'm sorry, but I don't want to be hating on myself for something that I felt called to eat or, right? I want to be cultivating joy and health and a very, like, a carefree, like this carefree, I have this really carefree attitude with food now because I'm, I'm listening. And the more that this has gone on, the healthier I tend to get. Yeah. I, I'm. I'm subconsciously and consciously making that connection of, wow, and I'm eating lots of fruit and I'm having really healthy juices and I'm eating the clean meat here and there. Like I feel really good. Like I have a lot of clarity and a lot of more awareness of myself and my external environment, mm-hmm. you know? And, and then I notice if I go off the deep end a little bit and I'm just I'm allowing myself to go out and have a burger or fries, or I'm going out to have some tacos and a cold Corona because I really enjoy that sometimes. Like I feel fine. I feel great when I eat that. I don't get sick. I don't get stomach aches. But if I do that for five, six, seven days in a row, I can feel my immune system depleting a bit. I can feel my pants getting a little tighter. Right. And that's all it is. It's that feeling of like, Oh, all right. Like you just enjoyed yourself. Okay. Let's get back on track. And it's not coming from a place of disgust or hate, but it's coming from a place of natural homeostasis. Yeah. And listening to that. Yeah. And one thing that's coming to me, something that has been a part of my journey has been when I actually get into that groove, into that homeostasis thesis, feeling good, feeling clear, that can almost scare me. And it has scared me at times Mm -hmm. where before I had the under a really good understanding of myself energetically and what it actually meant to be a feeling being 
when mm-hmm. I would hit those states, I would almost self-sabotage because it was, I felt too open, so too much. Clear, the mm-hmm. high vibration, the, the sensing, the surroundings. And I know that I was kind of at the peak of this when we first met. And I remember the, the plants and the flowers being a great assistant to that. Um, but it had to be that my own journey with, okay, knowing that that is actually what's happening, that somehow I have become disconnected from feeling good and feeling um, open and just feeling in general. So if that is someone that's listening goes through that as well, just know that that you're not alone, but know that that's what's happening and have something ready for yourself. What is it? And this is really part of the premise of honor your aura, because what are you doing to support yourself energetically, not just when you're feeling stuck or low or whatever it may be, but even when, like, what are those tools when you start to really open and you start to feel really good? uh, How are you going to support yourself with what you start to pick up? Yes. And I know before we pressed record, we were talking a bit about that right now that we're in this time where so much is, is opening and expressing Mm -hmm. to you that, you know, if I hadn't been, been making, you know, these consecutive choices to, to really care for myself energetically, I wouldn't have this container to be able to receive all of these truths that are being revealed, all of these uh, new dimensional frequencies that we're ha- gaining access to. I'd likely be more scared of them and even want to run away or again, shut down. So right. I think this is a really uh, good kind of turning point to, to talk about that because um, I do see that in my clients as well, where they're, they're opening, but uh, they they can get scared because this is something new. This is something new that we haven't um, been been able to access yet in this lifetime. Totally, <laughs> yeah. I mean, so beautifully said. Um, yeah, I mean, you said it all right there. <laughs> well, maybe just if you could just share, just from your point of view, how you are perhaps navigating this opening and this shift that has been taking place with how you're you're been able to perceive things that you weren't able to perceive before and you know for yourself yeah i mean great definitely yeah i definitely think it's been the last several years of me physically taking better care of my body being much more conscious of what i'm putting in to my body um because food is fuel and food is vitamins and minerals um I've been doing a lot of cell salts, a lot of homeopathy, a lot of vibrational therapeutics and flower essences and plant medicine. I've been doing that for years and I fully believe that that type of work expands my consciousness, boosts my immune system. They're just such beautiful allies on so many levels. I mean, yeah, I attribute it to the last few years of really cleaning up my act of really wanting to be in a healthy place. Um, I also think reducing my stress, not working so much has drastically helped. Um, probably positivity mm-hmm. being, I'm an eternal optimist being a Sagittarius and then I love that. I'm so grateful for that, but yeah, I guess I've been practicing mindfulness for numerous years and 
that's such a great tool. That's such a great aid because if I get scared by something, right? If I have these thoughts of I'm uncertain about something or someone said something and it brings me into a lower vibrational state, it brings me into a state of fear or um, just I'm, I'm afraid of something. Mm -hmm. I have that awareness and that consciousness now to recorrect that really quickly to completely say, Oh, it's okay. I'm all right. Like, yeah, this doesn't feel great. This isn't pleasant, but I know that I'm safe and provided for, and I'm super grateful mm -hmm. and everything's going to be okay. Like I'm consistently self-soothing and catching those fearful thoughts. You know, I go outside and see all the masks and I, I feel that fear, even though, you know, I'm pretty, I'm very anti-mask. Um, but I can feel that tinge in my body, mm -hmm. right? And it doesn't feel good. It's this jolt of fear that I'm feeling around me from everybody. But I'm strong enough now and aware enough now that I, yes, I feel it. I receive that. I see it, but I don't take it on. Yeah. I'm going to let it go as fast as it came in. And I'm going to put in a positive affirmation. And I'm going to be grateful for all the beautiful things in my life. And that's around me. It's that, that is the turning point. That is where I gain my strength and my composure to be a healthy, radiant individual. Yeah. And to know that we all have that choice. Yeah. Every moment. Choice in every single moment. And that is the power that we hold amidst all of this. And what I love that you said was about, you know, being there for yourself, because I do find as well, you know, I don't plug into the media, I, and especially in regards to the virus. And I know that I don't, I mean, yeah, maybe I know of some sources I plug into to get some enlightened information, but I, it's, it's all about being there for yourself. And sometimes if it feels like everyone around you, maybe it's your family, maybe it's your friends, maybe it's social media is not on board with this kind of talk um, to know that, again, like to be there for yourself. And I think that this is where the, the plant allies come in. And I know that it could be a whole nother podcast episode, but, you know, knowing that as long as it's not a bypass working with uh, again, you could, it could be crystals, it could be herbs, or like we would have talked about psychedelic mushrooms. Yeah. I know they have been such an ally for me because if I don't know, if I don't feel like I have anyone in the external to reflect the insight that I am getting or that feels resonant in terms of truth for me, it can feel sometimes disheartening or you can feel like you're alone or you can feel like misunderstood or there's something wrong with you when you're getting these feelings. And then that for me has been yeah. such a beautiful ally because it makes me, it allows me to know that there is um, a teacher for me and that there is a place that I can access truth. And again, it's truth within myself, but to know that there is something being created by mother earth that is uh, my companion in this lifetime. Yeah. And uh, I know that, that you've expressed similar. Yeah, 100%. And it just it brought me up. You mentioned salts a minute ago. And right, like, I have been working with salts and psychedelic like mushrooms for the last year. 
um, not super heavily, but listening to when my body is ready and, and they're calling out to me, it's time to work together. But right, I love the salts, um, not just the self salts, but salt, salt, pink Himalayan salt. Um, there's a beautiful salt by Premier Research Labs, PRL. It's this pink salt that they use um, for doing salt flushes. Um, Bay from Nettle and Rose taught me about salt flushing in the last year. And um, my God, it is really been such a beautiful companion for me. You know, these heavy minerals, these heavy vitamins getting into my system, um, right? We think about salt, we can go way back to the witches and why would the witches use salt? Salt's protective, it's deeply cleansing. Um, it's magnetic. It has these positive ions. You go to the beach, right? The salt, salt contains a lot of beautiful power and energy. And I'd say specifically cleansing. Like the reason why you go to the beach and you feel so much better is because of that salt. That salt literally cleanses negative energies from the body and the environment. So, you know, I don't recommend anyone just go right into salt flushing without maybe contacting me or somebody who, a practitioner who knows exactly what to do because there's a lot of preparation prior to it, but deeply cleansing. And I, after I flush, I will have amazing epiphanies. The clarity in my mind is just, everything is wide open. Um, I've always resonated with salt though. Like, you know, growing up on the ocean, it's just... And yeah, if we're really dehydrated, we're sometimes we're really lacking in salt. Um, so I'll do a little pink salt in my water, just a little bit, you know, only taste it a little bit, drink that throughout the day. Salt's been a fantastic ally for me for helping me remove any negative energies and thoughts from my body and mind and the psychedelic mushrooms as well. Um, not on the cleansing aspect, but on the awareness, the expansion, the connection, the communication. Yeah, right. Um, microdosing is being proven to keep new neural pathways open now, mm -hmm. right? There's a lot of studies where you eat all these mushrooms, you have this existential trip and what's happening and why you're seeing all this stuff is because it's creating new neural pathways in the brain that were maybe not used before. But the studies would show a couple days, couple weeks after that, the body would regret, the brain would regress and those new neural pathways or neurons, synapses would go back to where they were. Mm -hmm. But the beautiful part is the more that you use them, <laughs> those new neural pathways, those new thought forms are, are staying with you. And I mean, I, I personally don't resonate with the microdoses. I don't know what you use, but I really like whole plant fungi medicine. And I eat very, very small little whole baby mushrooms. For me, that resonates really well instead of the dried capsules. Because if we're looking energetically, the dried capsules have been mushrooms that have been pulverized most of the time in a blender. And look at that energy of a blender. It's like, whoo, right? It's super fast. It has a high intensity. If you're prone to having anxiety, like I wouldn't have powdered mushroom capsules. Um, so for me, yeah, I like, I didn't resonate with the powdered capsules and also you just don't really know your dose and right. You take this one mushroom, that's a whole being. You can just work with that one tiny mushroom. You're working with that whole being. 
that's it. You're being and they're being coming together and, and learning and exploring each other. And it's been beautiful, beautiful. I definitely attribute that to my awakening mm-hmm. and um, elevated. That. I love the, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. And I love, I just love thinking of that as that relationship, you know, mm-hmm. and again, they're just invitation over and over again to deepen our connection to ourselves, you know, even though it might seem like it's taking us out somewhere, it's really just showing us the, what we have. Yes. And that just seems to be the, the over and also what's available. What else is available? Right. Not just what's within, but yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. From mother, and because I find that it reveals uh, the, the yeah those natural resources available to us from Mother Earth, from energy, from prana, from breath, from sunlight, mm-hmm. all you know, and especially at this time where we are being bombarded by these these physical densities, these the things that are kind of that are pouring in, and they're they're clouding clouding and making it murky to actually see that we have so much within our power right now, so much available to us right now, naturally, effortlessly, yeah, uh, and that yeah. And that are right here available. So. I really appreciate all that you've shared, Court. Oh, okay. okay. We could go on forever. <laughs> no, we could. Well, you know, round three on the podcast. We'll- <laughs> Wait. Oh, all right. Hmm. Well, thank you so much. And thank you all for, for tuning in. And I will be certain to leave all of Courtney's contact info below if you want to reach out to her about um, whether it's building your immunity or anything herbal oriented she is your go-to woman thank you kema yeah thanks everyone for listening i think if you are ready to get healthier boost that immune my words of wisdom would be go slow be slow be gentle like the more simplicity you can find in your life the better you're gonna feel really take your time do some research if you feel like salt flushing or using some psychedelics like environment and intention are everything and making sure you are creating that sacred space for you. So, you know, really being giving yourself that space and time to connect. So keep self-soothing, keep exploring. <laughs> yes, and so it is. Thank you so much, Rima. <laughs> Love you. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Honor Your Aura podcast. If you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did, please leave a review and share with your friends because I want you to be the start of the ripple that allows others to honor and empower the energy that lies within.